Hello, welcome to episode 82 of the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege. What we don't like about Siege. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. And this week, we're talking a little bit about Steel Wave some more, because it's still not out. Yeah, so in news, this week, season four of Modern Warfare launched. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's happening in Siege in the meantime. There is a new, you know, rules to Battle Royale and Warzone, and there's new, there's a Vector and Galil, and we should Siege podcast. This podcast should just be whatever we want. Forget Siege. I mean, yeah. Just kidding. Okay, so but there are, so there's a little bit to talk about. Uh, they released a status report for longstanding issues that uh, goes over some of the... This is basically their response to the Save hashtag Siege. Save Siege yeah. thing. Um, so we'll talk about some of that and then a little bit about Steel Wave. We're expecting that to come out this week, I believe. Should be, when you're listening to this, should be tomorrow or the next day. Yeah, we're expecting Tuesday of, of this week. So um, they mentioned uh, keyboard and mouse on console and what they're doing about that. So news there which is nice and then they've launched this thing called a game plan that we'll talk about uh probably not as exciting as you think it might be by the name so don't get too excited uh listener questions um let's see oh we're planning to do an operator spotlight next episode so we would like to get input from you guys on who you would like our next operator spotlight to be on it's been a while since we've done one um i will put a list of who we've already done in one of the channels somewhere Probably in podcasts, feedback and discussion is probably the easiest place to do it. And if you guys will just like vote for who you want to do or who you would like us to do a spotlight on, and then we'll choose two of those people and do that for next episode. Uh, that'll be a good time. Um, when do you want to do the uh, the topic thing? Should we, do we can topic now. Should we do it now? Okay. So we want to, yeah, our, our, uh, our wonderful Discord mods have uh, suggested a new like segment for the podcast um that is basically like we want to like do like a weekly poll or something or like or even just like a discussion topic or something like that about like about the game have you guys kind of give your input and then we'll we will discuss kind of like what you guys thought what we think we'll try to kind of why you're wrong we have why why you're wrong and we're absolutely right we'll try to like kind of take different sides of it and like kind of just like explore whatever the topic may be and and uh just kind of like generate interesting discussion hopefully um so first of all we need a name for this uh this endeavor it's basically what it is is like topic of the week or topic of the episode but that's like such a boring name so like guys help us brainstorm a name for this segment yeah Uh, help us brainstorm a name for this segment and you know what this is what i'm gonna do ryan you ready for this yes if you are the person that comes up with the name we like the most i will venmo you 25 cents wow a whole quarter how much how much is that in can uh, you even buy anything in our six credits (laughs) <laughs> it's like nothing but can you actually buy is there anything you can buy with a quarter uh a gumball or you, those like 50 I, cents now <laughs> those might be 50 cents but you can probably get like a sticker at like a sticker machine yeah you can get a sticker i am basically buying I, you're getting a i would wow that's big it's great 25 cents get three more of those and you can shop the dollar store oh my gosh yeah. well tax so not really yeah that's true anyway well there's some states that don't have sales tax so oregon maybe yeah i will say this. this is what i will say you want to make some real money Watch me stream when I'm playing Warzone with my friend because he frequently says, I will Venmo everyone 50 cents if we don't win this game. <laughs> Usually we only have like two or three viewers, but Everblighted was watching one time and he said that. And I said, what's your Venmo? Everblighted didn't have a Venmo, so he couldn't oh, Venmo him. But lame. he's a man of his word. So one time he's going to say it when there's like 15 people watching because oh, I mean, I have thousands of people watching all the time. But anyway, it was just that one time there was only three right, people Right, that one time there's only exactly. a couple people. Yeah. But 
totally. That's a good way to make 50 cents, guys. Um, anyway, so our discussion for this week, this comes courtesy of Six Eyes in the Discord, who didn't know he was suggesting a topic, but we stole his idea or his uh, his discussion thing. So he was saying, um, what do people think about Doc and or Rook becoming a 2-2? Um let me see. I'm trying to find like what his reasoning was. So this is what he said. He said, I think as it stands, there's barely any difference between uh, Rook and Doc. And statistically, unless you plan to play selfish, Rook is almost always the better option. Uh, of course, the numbers don't lie. Doc is a lot more popular because of those self heals and his role as a spawn peaker of choice. I don't think you need to take away their ACOG because Doc isn't overperforming in wind delta or anything like that. So basically, should Doc or Rook or both be a 2-2 how do you think that would affect the balance of the game? Is it is it better or worse uh, for those characters? Um, just uh, let us know what you think. We'll put a little poll up and you can share your your thoughts and then we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. And also give us a name for this segment. 25 cents is on the line. 25 cents. 25 <laughs> cents on the line. <laughs> okay. Before we go any deeper, let's mention we are sponsored by Ma Energy. If you'd like to get your free sample of delicious Ma Energy, go to drinkma.com slash r6pod. That's Ma, M-A-W. Uh, and it's a delicious powder energy drink. You put it in your shaker cup, you shake it up, and you are hitting headshots for the rest of the night. It's the best stress lever I've ever seen. I, I will legitimately say when I drink Ma, I play Siege better. Like maybe it's a maybe it's a uh, placebo, but I don't care. I feel like I'm more focused and, and, yeah. and I'm more like engaged and I'm able to like just be better. Like I, I I really feel like that's a real thing. So I will say this for you. I bought a new monitor this week. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not true. I bought a new monitor last week because there's a difference. And <laughs> I also got a 2080. <laughs> And I put both those in. I play Siege better with a 27-inch monitor at 1440p than I did on the 24-inch monitor at 1080p. You, you see things you didn't see before. I'm it's telling not, you. It's not about the size, Chris. It's about how you use it. Well, that's one concern. But I am not worried about that anymore because now I have the size. Now he's but, got the performance as well. Yeah. So it's 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 amazing. So if you don't have a good monitor, go get a good monitor because it changes your game. But anyway, drinkmod.com slash r6pod drinkma.com slash r6 pocket your free sample today okay let's talk about this status report okay status report yeah rainbow six siege released a status report and this is this was actually a longer very long report um <laughs> how many yeah. how many scroll wheels is it I, I have never measured anything in scroll wheels it's eight scroll wheels like like uh top to bottom scrolls yeah like like really Ex- exuberant what's the word exaggerated? i'm looking for sure really exaggerated, exaggerated scroll wheels so it's Eight long exaggerated scroll wheels so yeah. if you if you ever measure anything with scroll wheels now you know now you know that's how long it is yep <laughs> yeah what's so, this about um well i mean they they did this great thing they have table of contents at the top of it they actually they did a, a really i mean this is an essay um so we're going to talk about standard issues in here connectivity in here cheating which includes stuff like ddosing and smurfing and vote kick abuse um streamer modes we're going to talk about accessibility they talk a little bit about colorblind issues they talk about smoke propagation issues and then drone issues which is i've never had it really i mean i've had every once in a while i have an issue where my drone falls through the map but that's like once every 100 games it seems like yeah like 100 matches so that's like at least i don't know three or four hundred prep phases right um it's rare 
it's very rare. So they, they talk about some drone issues that apparently are happening. I thought when they were going to talk about this, I thought maybe they listened to last episode where we complained that when you go drag diagonal on the thumbstick on console, it, you, your drone couldn't drive. But yeah. that's not what they're referring to. Nope. Maybe that's part of their drone issues that they're talking about. But nope. Yeah, so sound issues. That's where we're starting. Do we do we just want to read this thing or? Um, so I, I've like highlighted a few parts so we could talk about. Okay, um, yeah, you... Also, before we dive into it, props to uh, Karen. I don't know her last name, but Karen on the the uh, community team oh. at Ubisoft because she's the one who wrote this. Apparently, community developer is her title. What a at, Karen at Killerical in the, on Twitter. But props to her because it's really well written. Like communicates very well. There's only like one spot that I was like, I don't really know what you're talking about here um but good job karen okay sound issues so um some of the interesting things here and you should go through and like read this whole thing if you're interested in like technical details of siege and like what is like coming down the pipe and everything um but this is what they said on sound issues uh in their concerns in some cases the complexity of the sound system can be confusing which leads to player misunderstanding so this is kind of interesting that like they're chalking some of like what people uh perceive as sound issues they're chalking it up to like actually it's just that the sound system is kind of complex and like you didn't understand what happened Mm -hmm. so they say for example when sound uses a specific route to reach the player but the player is not aware of that route like in the case of a maverick hole so sometimes you might hear sound coming from a different direction and it's just because of like a hole that you were not aware of that the sound is coming through as opposed to like coming through the the doorway or the hallway or whatever it is that you were expecting the sound to come through come from um and so just to point out that maybe all the time it's not actually the game's fault. Sometimes it might just be a misunderstanding on your own end. Yeah. Um, What's interesting for what they say is coming up for the future. They said three things. First, we've instrumented the sound system to help us catch errors more quickly. This aims to enable us to identify errors earlier in our development process, as well as debug difficult to reproduce problems. So this is something that they've already done. That's helping them to see problems um, sooner as they introduce new things. Secondly, we've reviewed the status of our sound and propagation systems. We've reached the conclusion that we need to rebuild large parts of it, starting with the way sounds are packaged and connected to the game. We're aiming to begin releasing the sound repackaging in season three. However, the full rebuild of the entire sound propagation and sound interactions systems is a major undertaking that will not be finalized in year five. So next season we should see some improvements and this is i think this is going to be like mostly back-end stuff that most of us will never notice yeah um but this is an an issue that they will be spending a lot of time on through the next year uh so i guess don't expect like huge overwhelming changes to it in the meantime um then they also said as new bugs come up they they do tackle those as as they're able to uh reproduce them because they're hard to reproduce because every match is different and because of like different holes that open up and all this kind of stuff it can be really hard for them to reproduce some issues and so things like for example they talk about the inverse sound bug which is something i first experienced uh this past weekend oh yeah you were talking about it's brain breaking so like what happens you can tell you have it if you're on your drone and you're not hearing like sounds like gunfire and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like I was driving my drone around, people were shooting at it and I wasn't hearing any of the sounds. And uh, who was it? In the could street? you hear your drone driving? I could hear my drone driving, but I couldn't okay. hear like anything else. I think it was Awesome Levi who was in my stream. He said, oh, that means you have the inverse sound bug. And I didn't know what he was talking about until I was playing and I started hearing sounds like reverse left and right. And so I was like, whoa, this is like brain breaking and terrible. And like, I don't want to play like this. Did you turn day. your headset around? 
Uh, no, I did not turn Should my I, headset around. I guess Ryan did. Ryan one time took my headset off my head and turned it around. I didn't. I didn't know he turned it back around. <laughs> and I was so. I was trying to play and I was so confused. And I was like, I, I can't. Like, I, I figured out. Oh, you turned my headset around. Yeah, that was really funny. Um. Anyway, that's where they are on sound. Um. So, yeah. Connectivity is the next thing. There wasn't much in here that I thought was like very interesting or relevant it's basically just like stats and there's there's an interesting graph here but like if you're really interested in networking stuff like i'll read it but i'm not gonna sit here and try to make this good podcast material yeah i, th- I think if you really want to read this whole thing it, it's in the the show notes so yeah. i would if you're really interested i would just go and read the whole entire thing because we're only picking out the good stuff totally totally but i mean at the same time we're only picking out the good stuff so you don't really need to go read it yeah i mean it's up to you if you're really into it do it uh next topic is cheaters and disruptive behavior the one thing that i actually found interesting here was just this line we do also aim to have a longer form dev blog on cheating in the near future so they're going to expound even though they have this big uh how many scroll seven reels is that? seven subsection let's see how many scroll reels ready yeah ready hang on yeah okay Oh, sorry. Hang on. I've got a pen in my hand. That's not a full scroll. Let's try this again. Ready? One, two, like two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half exaggerated scrolls. Out of seven. So that's a major portion of this uh, okay. This thing. Anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> they're, they're going to publish something more specifically about cheating and probably with more details. Um, they talked about DDoSing and how they've basically fixed that. There's been a spike in March and they're working on mitigating that. Um boosting concerns this is the the ddos thing is actually interesting this chart it's it yeah, shows it that p that ps4 and xbox one have significantly more ddos attacks like than way more pc has like a, yeah a significant amount and i would not have ever guessed that yeah our y-axis isn't labeled so i can't tell how much more but <laughs> based on the graph but based on like yeah it looks like a ton which is which is crazy but then you see these these spots where like they started using the law against people started suing people yeah. And it's like, oh, no one's doing that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that scared people. Totally. Um, so then boosting, smurfing, incomplete teams. Basically, on all these things, they just said, like, we're doing what we can. Here's the things we're doing, which is stuff we already know about um, and not much about what's coming in the future. Vote to kick abuse. This one was interesting. They said, we're aware of how this function has been abused, and we agree that a redesign of the vote to kick rules is in order. There are multiple ways this feature has been abused, and we are currently assessing the data to understand the various scenarios and how we can block openings for abuse. We have identified a few starting points, such as preventing players under certain sanctions from voting, and we are currently going over the vote to kick designs with the goal of having an upgrade live by season four. So I thought that was really interesting because it talks about like having ongoing basically player reputation like mm-hmm. if you're under a certain sanction then you're not going to be able to vote we know that a player reputation system is on the way yeah so i wonder if this is tied to that where it's like hey if you have this negative reputation you're not going to be allowed to vote people out of the game um which hopefully is works and is good and hopefully is not abused the same way that vote to kick has been abused it was meant as a way to address abuse and right. it didn't turn into a way to uh to pro 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 gosh i'm so bad at words today well to make abuse to do abuse to abuse yes (laughs) Uh, (laughs) mmr rollback frustrations i didn't this is the one piece i did not really understand what she was saying basically like 
players are frustrated by having their MMR rolled back when they were unknowingly playing with a cheater or whatever. Yeah, that and when they beat a cheater. So when you beat a cheater in, in the game, it still rolls back your MMR right. because you play with the cheater and that MMR is rolled back. Right. And sometimes when you play with enough cheaters by accident, it will reset your... You have to do your placement matches again. It resets your placement matches. Hmm. And so players are frustrated. They're having to redo their placement matches when they had no idea they were playing with or against cheaters. And then furthermore, there's the problem of like, this guy had cheats on in two games and then the other like 15 matches he played, he didn't have cheats on. So right. he didn't affect the game, but everyone still had the MMR like changed from that right. game. Right. Well, so. yeah. The, one of the situations they mentioned is like when an account's been hacked and somebody's playing on your account without you being aware of it and they're, they're hacking. And uh, so obviously like, um, like, on, like for that one person, like, well, don't get your account hacked, you dummy. But for your friends that play in a squad with you, when they play with you, you're not cheating. And then when this guy in Russia plays on your account and he is cheating, like that's now going to affect their MMR, right? Yeah. So like that really sucks. Um, but I don't know. I, I like how you chose Russia. <laughs> oh, because that's actually happened to us. And yeah, it happened and to somebody Battlefield. we know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, Some guy from Russia hacked an account and started playing Battlefield on it. Unlocked he logged in and he was like... 40 levels higher and he's yeah. like i got all this stuff on mod <laughs> it's pretty great actually <laughs> he goes he goes you know i really don't care you don't mess with my stuff but you just keep unlocking stuff you go right at it dude <laughs> go for it um yeah next one was streamer mode they said we have an early iteration of a potential solution which we discussed with the select few streamers while the initial reception was positive we need to make sure the feature is as bulletproof as possible security wise to ensure there are no workarounds to affect anonymity while still allowing us to trace our players and player data when a different identity is used, we're continuing to iterate on the design and validating to see if we can break down this feature into more intermediate deliverables. Um, so stream remote sounds like it's on the way. This is the first time I think that they've really acknowledged that that's coming, uh, at least that I know of. Um, so that's good. Uh one thing I do want to bring up about stream remote. So I got into a little discussion with Bikini Body on Twitter about this. He was complaining about this uh, stream sniper and like, yeah, super frustrating. Right. Um, and then he, he was like, I, was, I asked him like, okay, so like, what would you have Ubisoft do to fix this problem? Like legitimately question, like, what do you want them to do? He said, well, we need a proper streamer mode. And I was like, okay, sure. But what, what do you want the streamer mode to do? Like, and then he said, so I want, uh, anonymized names and, um, what's it called? Uh, random, random queue starter uh, or something yeah. like that. I don't remember what it's called, but it's a system from Fortnite that basically what happens is uh when you click search for a game the game like kind of hides when it actually starts the queue so there's like a randomized delay before it starts actually searching so that way somebody who's watching your stream can't try to search at the same time and and match with you right so i agree with him that like yes those are two things that would be really nice to implement in the games for streamers but also at the same time i think both of those things you can on your own end do a lot to to mitigate on like yourself right so as the streamer first of all if it's if it's really that huge of a problem for you and you're a big streamer just put like a minute delay on your stream like chances are you're not interacting with your chat that much anyway um like in real time because you just have too much chat happening mm -hmm. um so that's one solution but even apart from that like these these two specific issues for the randomized queue delay it's super easy just to get a different scene on your stream where it's not showing your game when you click search, right? So you just, yeah. you have some background that comes up and your, your face is still on there or whatever. Um, or if you even just like hide the section of the screen that the screen that says like starting queue or whatever, I mean, you probably just want to hide the whole game, but 
but then you do that and this, the people watching your stream are never going to know when you searched. Right. Right. Um, so you can do that completely on your own. I get it'd be way more convenient if Ubisoft built it in. Like that'd be awesome. But you can handle that on your own. The other one for the names. So this one's a little bit more complicated. But I looked and his name in game is Bikini Body. Right. So if you see the name Bikini Body in game, obviously, you know, it's Bikini Body. And that's going to entice some people to go, hey, I'm going to go open his stream, see if he's streaming, and then I can stream snipe him. Well, if you just don't have the name Bikini Body, like change it to anything else. And like, I feel like more than half of people who would have seen that name and recognized it will now not recognize it, right? If you just change it to something random, like people who watch your stream every day and know like that's what your in-game name is, of course they're going to recognize it, but you're not going to catch all these random people who wouldn't recognize like streamer 21341, but would absolutely recognize Bikini Body and then pop up your stream and watch it. Right. My only problem with that is then you're changing, you want your name, like you want your name in game. And so then you're saying, I'm just going to forfeit my in-game name to something else. And then my Uplay name is never that anymore. And it's just some random name because someone has taken Bikini Body because I'm not Bikini Body. Sure. And then, and then someone could go around having Bikini Body as their name and making you look bad because their name is Bikini Body. And it looks like you. Yeah, but everybody's going to like, nobody's going to assume that it is Bikini Body just because the name's Bikini Body. Because I'm sure people are running around with I guess Steam, Bikini Body with an whatever. L or whatever, yeah. right? Like, um, and on other, the other thing is like, he wants his name to be randomized anyway. So like, what, what's the difference whether or not his, his, he has claimed the name Bikini Body on Ubisoft because he wants that to be randomized when he's playing anyway? Yeah, I mean, there could be times that you don't want to randomize. I guess. I mean, like, I get it. Like, yeah, like, that's your name and you want it. Like, I get it. But at the same time, like, just, like, to make a huge stink about it for, again, something that's that's only an issue for a very select group of people. And, again, it's a, it's an important group of people, right? They're people who influence the community and all that stuff. But it is a very, very small group of people. And if, like, if there's something you could do on your end to fix it, as opposed to having the game developer have to invest huge amounts of resources to fix the problem, like, I feel like you should do that first before you're making complaints. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fine with them saying that they want this system that's in all these other games that are out there. Sure. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. But also, yeah, you can mitigate some of these problems yourself by just... Well, yeah, and that's I mean, the thing. the delay like... on your stream is the biggest thing. Like, if you notice, like you said, you were saying the other day, if you notice stream sniping is happening and you suspect it, just start a 30-second delay on the stream. Right. And then your problem is solved. Because in Siege, 30 seconds... Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what are you going to do with information from 30 seconds ago? That's right. useless. Right. Um, and also, like, you just have to recognize that streaming wasn't in 2015 what it is in 2020, right? Like, yeah. that it wasn't as... Hu- uh, streaming was obviously big and it was growing, but, like, it wasn't as huge back then as it was now. I don't think stream sniping as a concept was, like, really a thing that was widespread um and certainly like streamer modes i don't think started to happen in games i'd say until 2017 ish was probably when you started seeing things like streamer modes uh i could be wrong on that but like it certainly wasn't popularized and also the games that we're comparing to are Fortnite, like the biggest game in the world right and things like call of duty like one of the biggest game franchises that has ever existed like right it's just not fair to compare and i get rainbow six is a triple a game it's from a big company but Rainbow Six is just not in the same echelon as these other games. And like to pretend that it is just because we like it and because it's popular among our group of people is like, I don't know. I think it's a little, a little folly. Um, but again, legitimate complaints, but just like, sure. If you have a legitimate complaint, try to solve the problem rather than just complain about it. Yeah. Is how I feel. Okay. So that's my rant on that. 
the next thing I talked about was accessibility, a little bit about like uh, a color colorblind mode and stuff. So that's something that they're working on long-term. Smoke propagation issues. You want to read that paragraph on the future? I thought that was actually interesting. Yeah, for smoke propagation? Yeah. So they say, we have tried a few smaller fixes and workarounds on the system, but the results were unsatisfactory. We have concluded that we will need to overhaul the smoke propagation system, which will involve sizable work on the graphics and engine side to ensure good visual quality while maintaining a solid frame rate. This is currently on hold until we have the time and resources to address it. We will communicate further when we have more to share. So full overhaul coming to the smoke propagation system. I know that's something that like a lot of players have complained about for a long time. <laughs> One of our friends that we used to play with, uh, AG, he, every single time he used a smoke would complain about how they saw him through the smoke. And yeah. like, it was his huge pet peeve. He was like a, he plays a like mill Sims and stuff. So yeah. he's used to like smoke being like a major thing. Um, but yeah, like that, that's a thing that you just, you just can't expect it to be consistent, unfortunately. And so, yeah. Um, it's nice to hear that this is something that they're planning to invest a lot of time into fix. Yeah. Uh, drone issues. This is the last piece. And, um, one interesting thing here, we're mitigating or we're migrating the drone system to our new gadget V2 system, which is designed to simplify streamline and decouple systems, migration of some gadgets to the system. Uh, what's a decoupler? Isn't that a part in a star, star Wars ship? I mean, <laughs> a decoupler i i can't think of a specific fictional thing that that references um deflector no deflectors are definitely things deflector. a person or device that disconnects parts that are joined there you go. do you know what decouple means to disconnect parts that are joined well i mean yeah but i'm pretty sure they say at some point in star wars you need a decoupler so for those who don't know i guess like in programming specifically things that are tightly coupled are like systems that are very interdependent on each other. Um, and often that's a negative thing because then when you change one, something in one side, then it affects the other side, maybe more than you expected it to. Um, and it like, you know, if something breaks and like that can kind of like carry through the system or whatever. So like it's what you really want is to have kind of each little module function on its own and then like send the data or whatever that the other thing needs over instead of like having them kind of like send stuff back and forth and like working together on like doing things, if that makes sense. Um, anyway, migration of some gadgets to the system but has before been, before you continue, this is more important <laughs> Okay. about decouplers. I'm trying to find out if star Wars ships have them because obviously important, but this is more interesting. I typed in, do star Wars ships have keys? That's the first thing that popped up. Do Star Wars ships have keys? Do they? I don't know. But I would assume they just have access just... codes. Oh yeah, probably. They frequently talk about access codes yeah. in Star no, Wars. That's, that's a good point. I'm just I'm just I'm thinking in my head, yeah, you just go in someone's ship and it seems like they always just kind of start them up. I mean, yeah, except they get, except they get the Millennium like... Falcon, because that never starts on the first try. Right. But they get in like the the you know, stormtrooper ships and stuff or the you know, and they just kind of drive them and I'm like Wait, okay, what? wait, who who's who steals the ship? I'm trying to think, like, when... But don't they steal, like, Darth Vader's ship at one point? Who steals Darth Vader's ship? When, on, like, episode five or six, they go on the Death Star and they take mm. one of those. Maybe it's not Darth Vader's. I mean, they have it. They have a tie, like, that uh, that shuttle that they take yeah. to land on Endor, yeah. the Endor moon. Uh, yes, they did steal that, but they didn't, like, just hop in and drive away on it. It was, like, something that they had stolen previously. Yeah, sure. Anyway. Anyway, back to Siege. It's interesting. <laughs> Somebody, 16. I'm sure, will explain it to us in Grand the Discord. Dakota. 
Migration of some gadgets to the system has been done transparently in the past year, and we will continue to improve all our gadgets in this way to help them be more resilient to exploits and iterate faster. Automatic tests have also been added to identify regressions as soon as they occur. In some cases, bugs are caused by complex interactions with the drone system or the game at large. Those complex cases should be addressed once our migration to the gadget v2 framework is complete. So there you go. There you go. So that's all their long-term stuff. There really isn't very much here that's new, um, but they did just kind of lay it all out and get it all on the table. So hopefully that sort of uh, just pacifies these like safe siege people. Like I really just don't think that there is much to be that upset about. So um, yeah, that's the Rainbow Six Siege status report. There you go. Now to go to the game plan. Game plan, or did you want to talk about Operation Steel Wave real quick? Didn't you have something you want to say? Oh, I just, yeah. So Steel Wave, there's patch notes, there's test server patch notes, and blah, 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 blah. Um, but one, in one of their notes, they change one of the things on house. So on the in the treehouse side, uh, those windows over there, they put like these metal bars across one of the windows that you shoot through when you're on the treehouse. Yeah. I don't, they, they said they did it for, let me see their exact wording, but it was something to like deal with realism or something like that some stupid idea and i i just don't understand what it really this comes what this comes down to someone on the art team twiddling their thumbs thinking what can i do oh let me go put some bars on the house map i promise you that's what happened just unfriendly i'm sorry but i promise that's what had to have happened i don't understand i just don't get it because all that does you you know how many times you're shooting at someone like and there's like a stair railing that like has little bars or something something yeah, similar it's very annoying and you're trying to shoot them and like half of your shots hit these stupid metal railings that don't even need to be there yeah what why would you add that to a map like come on i just yeah um it's annoying like especially because that's the thing that people have been complaining about um here we know, go this is this is what they for a long said. time so why would they put it on a new map? Yeah, I added a top window blocker and bars to the wall facing treehouse to allow players to shoot through, but put What? Sorry, 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 sorry. I I got confused. You can shoot through that window normally, right? Or no? The added it says added a top window blocker and bars to the wall facing treehouse to allow players to shoot through, but players will not be able to repel in through that window. That window was already shoot shootable, right? You could already shoot through yeah. that. Yeah. Could you repel through it before? No, I don't think you could repel through it. Maybe the maybe the bars are there to convey artistically that you can't repel through it instead of but it, having it be like... You can already tell you can't repel through it. It's small enough where you can look at it and there's no way you're... I mean, unless you're going to crawl, like, no. No, it's a, isn't it a fairly big window? Well, now I'm confused if this is, like, above... I'm, I think this might actually be a new hole. Like a new window that they've... I need to go look at this now because I might I might be really stupid and I might feel really bad because I'm dumb. Because okay, I, so... Also... The jury's out on whether or not Chris is dumb. <laughs> I mean, the jury's... But also, whoever is playing Siege on this has Siege in windowed mode. Ew. Yeah. I'm not Borderless sure windowed is the only way to play PC games. If you do it any other way, you're wrong. This is true. I'm just going to say that right now. So wait, is this the, okay? Look, look at this video I'm looking at right now. Is this the window you're talking about? Uh, you're talking about the stairs window, right? Yeah. Come on, idiot, go out there. He just went out there. Now he's not going. Okay, here he goes. This window, right? 
Yeah, that's the one. But that's big enough that you would think you'd be able to repel through it. Well, on the the barricade, the bar that barricade goes larger than the window actually is. From the outside, you can tell you can't. Okay, I'm gonna see if he goes outside. There's the treehouse. Show me. Come on, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Look. I don't think he looked. He's not going to look the right way. He's looking at the treehouse. This is great audio content. And he runs away without looking up. He's not going to go on the treehouse? He's not going to go on the treehouse. He's going to be ridiculous because he's not on the treehouse. going to piss me off. He's, he's not on the treehouse. Oh, oh. There we go. Oh, yeah, is this can, what they're talking about? Yeah, that's what they're talking about. You can tell you can't repel through no, that. No, no, no. Is that what they added or no? No, this is... No, no, because there's no bars. Because they added bars. Yeah. You can tell you can't repel through that. I mean, yeah, but also I think... Like, I mean, it looks like you could. It looks like you you could fit, right? I mean, yes, you could you it, could fit. In real life, yes, I could maneuver my body in such a way where I could go through the hole. Yeah, but so, in real life, I could also maneuver my body in such a way where I could go through the hole where the bars are. So to be clear, for those who are not looking at this like we are, which is everybody listening to this, <laughs> this so if you're, you know, you're standing on the treehouse outside a house, there's the window that you can look in. It used to be three windows that were all open and see-through, right? Now it's just the middle one that's see-through and the other two have like the shutters that come down. So this middle window that you can see through has the shutters as well, but they only come down like two planks worth. So it's like basically a, um, a completely square uh, hole. Um, so as as wide as a window, like a single panel window normally is, that's about how tall it is. Uh, so it looks like, like you could swing through it, but it also does look different from every other window that you normally repel through. So that said, like I get what they're doing. I think what they're trying to do is make it visually obvious that you can't repel through there. Um, it just sucks that they have to do it with metal bars on a window that's specifically there for, uh, for sight lines. Right. Yeah. I like, that's super frustrating. I wish there was a better way they could have done that. Maybe if they just made you not be able to repel right there, but I guess maybe you no, want to be able annoying. to do that. So just, didn't, I, didn't you used to be able to repel through those windows or no, you never could. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you could. I don't or, know. No, was there like another, was there a window lower down that you could repel into? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't, remember I don't know. I, all I know is the, adding the bars is silly. Okay. That's, I mean, that's fair. That's a fair criticism. I mean, you can even tell on the picture, a screenshot they posted of it. There's bullet holes on the bars. It's like he purposely shot at the bars to show. Like, Wait, you had a screenshot happen. this whole time? You didn't just show me the stupid screenshot? I thought you would seen this. Okay. I see it now, but you should have just shown me that screenshot a long time ago. Oh, I, I thought you knew. I mean, I, I did see your tweet about it or whatever, yeah. but like I was trying to see the window and <laughs> you are staring at a screenshot of it while I'm like scrubbing through this random video. Well, I was trying to see on the video I was, because I knew the video was before them, they made this change. And so I was trying yeah. to see it. Anyway. Anyway, that's, yeah. So that's annoying. Um, other than that, patch notes have been fairly bug fixes. This is what the patch notes are after the first couple of days. Um, yeah. Their patch fixes. Yeah. We won't see anything different when, it, when the season actually launches probably this week. But this does bring us over to Game Plan. That's how I accessed this video that I was telling you about. So Game Plan, they tweeted about it. They said, hey, we're excited to see, you know, your 2000 IQ plays that you come up with after using Game Plan or whatever. And at first I thought that like, when I saw the term Game Plan, I was like, is this like a replacement for that tactical whiteboard that we used to have on, maybe it still, still exists. Still there, yeah. yeah, it's just completely garbage. It's like a- Absolute trash. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an online uh, tool you can do in your browser where you can like, 
make strategies for for maps and you can like draw on the map and stuff and like he can like drop icons on the map and stuff for like operators and things like that and it's like really cool and concept concept but it just like doesn't work and it doesn't always save when you like you try to exit and save and stuff and it's like not easy to share with other people so like it's like the coolest concept ever but like completely botched in execution and they like have never done anything to update it um i don't even know if it has all the maps on it probably not probably only has the launch maps um, so I, I was hoping and thinking that it was going to be a replacement for that. No, turns out game plan is, it's such a terrible name for what it is because it's not what, it's not a game plan at all. It's basically a search engine for, uh, siege videos that are just imported from YouTube. So they basically like took already existing videos from YouTube by creators you already know and love grief drums, core Ross, icy cat, Dan, some I don't know who this guy is. And so like these are just existing videos that are on here and basically all they did was they made them like searchable and filterable by like siege filters, right? So like you can search for a certain map or you can like filter by advanced tips or map guides or operator guides. So you can sort of like um, basically browse siege content in one place without like just being overwhelmed by like YouTube suggestions and everything. So it's like, it's cool, but I'm very frustrated that you called it a game plan because <laughs> That's not what it is. And I was just disappointed that that's all it was. I thought it was going to be something much more useful. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I what I'm confused about here, I there's a search box where you type in, you know, what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. I tried searching Unrenowned and Podcast and Ryan and Chris, just lo nothing is popping up. Nothing. So I'm not sure. So you can submit videos, uh, but I don't think our content, unfortunately fits in well, the these categories rainbow six siege podcasts in, in in the world it's true there's no category for that unfortunately well, that's that's where we they need to create a category then <laughs> they should uh what main so category are you looking for go check out game plan uh let's see how do you get to this the address is long i don't uh, you probably just search rainbow search six game, game plan. plan i'm sure you'll find it um so we'll we'll put a link in the show notes use the show notes guys when you're looking for things sometimes people ask like hey i can't find a link for this thing they're all in the show notes use the show notes and you'll find links to all the things assuming that your podcast player formats the notes correctly because sometimes they don't um while you're at it leave us a nice review in your podcast player yeah yeah if you just go to rainbow6.com rainbow the number six.com and then on the top player resources game plan it's there you go right there so. okay um so also, it's a free weekend, but you missed it. You missed the free weekend. It's over. We do have a tweet from Ubisoft support about keyboard and mouse on console. So this was shared to Reddit, mm. which is super exciting. Somebody just asked about keyboard and mouse on console. I thought and it was a breaking of the rules, a breach of Reddit rules to post screenshots of tweets. Well, I'm actually 100 certain. It is no, it is, but I think it's got my post removed. I think it's unless it's like from a certain account or something. Mm -hmm. Depends on the account. Um. So, official Ubisoft support uh account replied, "Hey, thanks for reaching out. The Rainbow Six Siege team is currently in is currently investigation solutions." <laughs> It's currently investigating solutions for mouse and keyboard users, and we appreciate your patience while they work on it. We will certainly send these players' names to the security team to look into. So, actually, the, the second time I'm reading this, I'm less enthusiastic about it. They do confirm that the team is currently investigating solutions for mouse and keyboard on console. 
However, there there is no specific timeline given or any like specific progress. And we have already heard from the team that it's something that is kind of out of their hands. And while they're like, while they want to fix it, there's not really anything they can do at the moment. So I'm actually not convinced that this actually is something to be excited about. Yeah, which I, I hate that statement from them of like, there's nothing we can do about it because what, and obviously, again, the, this is the whole like comparing the game to the biggest game, the world Fortnite, but why can Fortnite do something about it? But you can't. Fortnite's able to block players from using keyboard and mouse on on console. So, yes, there is something you can do. Obviously, yeah. if another game can do it, you can. Um. Anyway, that's the tweet. Are we ready to go on to the big LQ? Um. No, because I'm going to share this uh this one Reddit post that I just saw because I was on the Reddit looking at this other thing. Okay. It's, I am a simple man. When I see this this strategy executed, I upvote. Uh, so somebody shared this clip. It says, probably my best clip is the title. Um, it's a castle versus a montane one-on-one. The, the bomb is planted. Castle's chucking impacts at montane. He runs up and tries to melee him and shoot him, like backs him into a corner outside of the room. So first of all, montane made a mistake because he let him in the room. Uh, and then castle turns around throws down a castle barricade locks montane out of the room <laughs> and disables the diffuser anytime i see that i will upvote like no questions <laughs> done love it it's so funny thank you like this is this is how to play castle always when you play castle always save unless you have like a specific strategy that you're executing always save a barricade yeah it's the same with i think proximity alarms as well this is another new gadget that you need to save one your ella another one you need to save one you just never know when you're going to be in a spot where like i actually really need a a gadget right now i need a proximity mine behind me because i'm holding some random angle i did not think i was going to be holding which happens every single game because you don't know what they're going to do right so it's good to have it i'm watching ryan right now as he's trying to find this i got it this happens on reddit to me sometimes you you try to upvote something it says please log in it's like how am i not logged in you have to re-log in and then when you log in it brings you back to some random post yeah, you have to go and find what it. you just wanted to upvote i i wanted to upvote it dang it anyway that's that so now can we go to the big lq um, as long as you guys are watching videos, go check out my uh, Jackalace, youtube.com slash Ryguy. I got I got a Jackalace. Uh, that's okay. Ryguy with a W, W-R-Y-G-U-Y. W-R-Y-G-U-Y and just slow with three O's. Okay. O-O-O. Let's jump to listener questions. It's on the Discord. You know how you find the Discord. You go to google.com and you search in google.com. You search unrenowned Discord and you click on the link and you join the Discord and... You're going to find it. It's going to be a good time. And you ask questions in there. If you want us to answer questions, you ask six questions on six different episodes. You get the podcast questionnaire rule, and then you can submit a voice question with your voice and you can hear yourself on the longest lasting rainbow six siege podcast in the world. These are true statements. I endorse um, this. You can find players to play with and teams to play with and have, you know, it's just, it's, it's a good time. You should join, be there. It's fun. You should join, be there, and it's fun. Our first question comes from XV underscore Nitro underscore. Yes, nice name. On, on June 1st. He said, first time question. Thank you. He says, do you think you should be able to change servers? Because I am confined to South African servers, which not a lot of people play on it, and I would love to change to EU servers. By the way, I love the podcast. Um, oh, tough one. So here, here's the problem with changing. So you can, actually. You can change your servers. There's a couple of ways to do this. There's there's a way to edit one of the um, INI, INI files. files. 
um, in the game and to change your, your server to what you want. Um, another option is a VPN of making it look like you're in a different country and so it puts you in the right serv the server you want to be in. The problem is you have ping abusing issues. So you, you're in a server that's not your server and your ping is really high and you have peak advantage where you, you peak and you can get shots off before the other guy can actually see you. And so it causes this huge issue of like I have, I'm playing with people that have 200 ping in the game and so I can't see them before they can see me and the the game of how it's factoring and trying to compensate for latency is favoring the players with higher ping in this case yeah. in certain situations. And so that's the issue with changing your server, especially if you're in South African servers trying to change to EU, that's kind of a big jump to where you're going. Yeah. So that's, that's the only issue. For the whales asked if in your opinion, which operator is the worst on attack and which is the worst on defense? Um, I mean, if you look at the charts, you can just like pick one out. But worst on defense, probably Tachanka. Yeah. Uh, Definitely the least versatile. The least. He's slow. Like his gun's pretty good. His but, SMG. Yeah. And there's times where you can do some meme things with Tachanka that actually will work in higher ranked games, but it's not going to. It's not reliable. Right. Um, worst attacker. Probably right, right. The second I would say Kali until she just got the buff with her new. Really, you say Kali's the worst. Yeah. I, hmm. I yeah, I mean, who was worse than her? Maybe Amaru. Yeah, but even her, you could like. I get. I mean, the, I guess. Yeah, the thing is here. with like a, a, just like a generic attack, like recruit, like you don't need that much out of an attacker, right? Versus like a defender, I feel like it's a little bit more like you need specific things. Right. Um, so yeah, maybe Kali would be worse because she just doesn't have a gun to push. Yeah. That's, I mean, I could, I could sign on to that. Um, six oh. eyes has a question. He says another important question. <laughs> would you rather have a really big nose, or really big ears, ears? Uh, I feel like you wouldn't notice ears as much as you would notice the nose. Noses are in the front of the face. They're very noticeable. Yeah, I don't know. I people feel don't like see your ears until you turn to the side. You don't want people to see your ears. Just keep looking at them. I just feel like a big ears look a little more goofy than a big nose. But how many old people? There's also, old people you can have fix really a big, big ears, and you can't really you don't really notice that much when the ears are huge. I think I do, and you can fix a nose. I don't think you can fix ears. You probably can't, but you can't fix a nose. That's, can you have an ear job? <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> it sounds like something sexual. Well, I'm looking at largest ears. I'm just seeing people with hairy ears. <laughs> Great. Venom asks, should Red Dot have a 1.5 magnification? So apparently Red Dot's the worst site. Is that That's the consensus? Like common, yeah, common consensus. It's like, it's it's had been my favorite site just because I just like the like single pinprick Red Dot aiming thing where it's just like, there's not a lot going on, on the screen. I always hate the triangles. It's like, I don't like, I don't know. I feel like it blocks too much of my vision. Um, but yeah, I mean, it would definitely be something that could be like a halfway in between the ACOG and all the other sites where yeah. you could be like, okay, this is a viable option yeah. aside from ACOG. I've actually, believe it or not in the test server, I, I always like to try like stupid new things in the test server. I've started switching some of my guns to have holographic sights, like on attack, holographic sights and laser pointers. Uh -huh. Oh my gosh, I love it. I freaking love it. Just, I, I feel like a lot of times I get inside the building and I just, the ACOG, I feel like I just can't hit people. Mm -hmm. Put on the holographic sight. I freaking love that thing. Yeah, interesting. And 
the laser pointer is huge when you're when you have that default reflex to not ads having a laser pointer is very helpful yeah it actually works um the thing that about the laser pointer is just like i just never know like when it's giving me away it's like it's one of those things where it's like I know that there is this this weakness that it has, but I have no way to measure how often that's actually like hurting me. Yeah. And so like because of that, I just won't use it because it's just like I'm not going to risk that the laser sight's giving me away fifty percent of the time. Yeah. And just never know, right? Right. Um Gameslayer XYZ says, Do you think players should be able to make their own maps? Yes, I would be. A Halo Reach has one of some of the best Halo Reach maps are player created Forge maps. Um, Counter Strike has you can make your own maps in Counter Strike. One of my favorite maps in Counter Strike is called Black Gold. It's in CS:GO. It's basically on an oil rig, and it's way fun. Are Counter Strike maps? They're not based on. They're, they're, not, they're not like a specific tool for right. You just I guess I dump so. the Source Engine and yeah. or, I mean not Source I, these not days, hundreds, but I've never done it. So. Is it still Source? I guess it still is on Source, right? That's still the engine they use. Don't know. I think it is. Wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah, I think it's probably just re-download the Source Engine and do it. But I'd, like, it would be definitely cool. I think it's probably way more work development-wise than it would yeah. be worth. Yeah. But I think you could have some of the best maps if you have community. Map designers are great people. They are. But they don't... The bottom line is the map designers, the developers of the game, don't actually understand the way the game plays nearly as well as some of the players understand the way the game plays. I mean, you, you you watch some of the Halo developers play Halo and you think it's a joke because they're bad. And you're like, are you serious right now? Like, you're actually, yeah. I'm watching you test flight Halo on a PC and what are you doing? You developed this game and you are so bad at this game. Right. It's just funny. It, you're right. But also, like, playing a game and building a map are different, different skill sets. Yes. I, I can't, I will say I am not good at building reach maps. I've never built one that I feel like has been actually good. Yeah. I have like I feel like good ideas, but I do think you outsource something to the community and they bring out sure somebody some out the there best. is going to be really good at it, right? Yeah. It'd be cool. Uh, Maddie C nine, if you could, if you could, would you live in the reworked map house? Take into consideration the three staircases and one bathroom. <laughs> uh, yes, I would live there because I have money to own that house and I have money to add another bathroom. That, yeah, I mean, that's that's a fair point. Yeah, uh, I mean, are we are we like assuming that like we just like can get the free house and live there maybe maybe that's a better assumption um because i mean if, if that's the case like i was trying to think like is that house worth more than my house <laughs> it'd be pretty hard to sell yeah, a one bathroom one bedroom house but it's actually pretty large now yeah it's it's three, one three, bathroom i mean three bedroom one bathroom right but it's got like the but theater room the, and the music yeah, room, which are like stuff, pretty because cool. Because I have all the stuff, I can sell all the stuff and build a bathroom and a big basement, like a big, uh, a large gym and workout room, room, laundry room. Yeah, and... it's like a home alone basement down there. It's yeah, it's a real deal. It is. It's a home alone basement. They should build the home alone house for a Christmas event. That would be cool. That would be sick. That would be really fun. Oh, guys, yeah, we just had right. the best idea. This is what I want. <laughs> this is what I want. <laughs> um. Affenfresser says, would it be a good idea to have a console test server? So the problem with this, they've actually pointed this out before a couple of times, is on console when they release patches, it takes about a week for Sony or Microsoft to review the patch and then to accept it. Right. Which is funny because like a big developer isn't going to release a patch for a game that's going to mm, ruin. You'd be surprised. You think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, 
so that's that's why they don't because for the pc test server they literally release a patch like every single day and sometimes yeah. multiple times a day they'll do hot fixes yeah and for console they can't they can't do that so that's why there's no test server um on top of that i just don't know how many how like how much traffic it would get on console um i just i feel like a, a lot more console players are going to be worried about space on their machine than a, yeah. than a pc player is going to be for sure um so i think it's just a it like it would be cool but i don't know if there would be enough people playing it to justify it steel switch asks is it me or does ubisoft do a horrible job displaying the battle pass progress i've played multiple games and i don't see the progress made i don't even know where to find it modern warfare is on point as it shows you the battle pass progression all the time after matches do the developers play anything else but siege or ubisoft products wtf um yeah they, they can probably do a better job at displaying the battle pass um i will say this though with modern warfare this is just me being dumb but the other day i was trying to find the battle pass in modern warfare and i can't find it i'm texting my friend I'm like dude they suck with UI in this game. Like, I can't find the freaking battle pass to see, like, when you unlock the vector or, like, the Galil. Like, I can't find it. There's this tab on the top of the screen that says battle pass. And I'm, like, looking for under, like, settings or extras or barracks and all this other thing. Like, expecting it to be, like, a sub tab. It's just sitting right there in big gold letters, too. It's big gold letters. <laughs> it's the second tab off the main screen. It says battle pass. And I can't find it. So... Maybe maybe we all just need to be better at using our eyes when we're I, looking for things. But. I will say game menus these days have gotten so complicated and I'm very often frustrated at a game where it's like you log in and first of all, like the background is like this big like animated thing where there's all this stuff going on in the background. Yeah. And then like the menu, there's like a there's like a thing on top with like different tabs. And then there's like a thing going down the left side with like different options. And then you have to click into options to like get, go into like three menus. And sometimes deep to there find are things. icons that don't make any sense for what they're trying to say. Yeah. And like so many times there's like, okay, there's two icons at the top right. That's for your party. And then there's like two icons at the bottom right. And that's to like get to social media and like all this stuff. And there's two icons on the bottom left. And it's like, there's just like things all over yeah. the place and like it's just like it's it's like you're in a whole operating system and like you have to like know the whole like it's like its own thing and like sometimes i'm just like wow what i wouldn't give for just like your logo and then like a a vertical list yeah of like what my options are yeah like freaking nintendo 64 days sometimes gosh um Let's see. Schmidtstein asked a game of siege between five Ryans and five Chris's. Three maps of ranked rules. Let's say bank, consulate, and canal. Who would win each map? What is the score at the end? And what would be the biggest factors? I.e., Ryan knows that Chris never checks a certain spawn peak point, and Ryan gets a crucial kill in round eight. Requires some imagination, but I know you guys have loads of it. Okay, <laughs> this is a, this is tough. Okay, five Ryans and five Chris on a ranked rules game of bank. So let's start with like what you think we're each better at or what we think we're each better at. So I'm probably better at fragging. You're better just like straight up fragger for sure. Um, Like honestly, if I'm being honest, Chris is better at the game than I am. I have, I have the age on Ryan and Siege. To... Yeah. The, the flick reflexes. Yeah. 10 years freak. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm probably better at just like, finding one thing that works in a specific spot and just like exploiting it to the extreme. But that being said, that's not going to be a super great strength because Chris is already going to know that I do that. 
right is like i was ryan is better at, at analyzing like a strategy of why it didn't work and fixing why it didn't work whereas i'm like just do it again but do it better yeah i should have i should have hit the headshot that's what yeah. didn't happen well, it's like, i just missed the stupid shot it's like right but we'll let's get again, to the i'm always like let's well yeah sure but let's get to the point where winning or losing the strategy doesn't come down to whether or not you can hit that one shot like let's let's find something that fixes the actual issue here um so like i don't know like honestly i think chris probably beats me pretty handily uh i mean i'm trying to think on bank if there's i i will say this when we're playing together we are very quick at like oh here's a good idea let's do this and we're both right there like immediately right. like oh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean call. we have like and then, decades of experience yeah, playing games together true and i think our, our downfall comes with like our team not understanding like this is what we're doing and we're doing it right now right <laughs> get ready because <laughs> i'm planning this bomb right here because i can tell ryan has a perfect sight light yeah. on the diffuser and there's hold, no reason it's, not it's to. just like hold that angle get on that camera and it's just like okay done like we're yeah, doing it and we're doing it and uh, then someone else is like and i'm like how did how did that happen and i'm like well this person was right here that should have never been able to happen but they weren't on the wavelength that we had, had. right um yeah i mean i think chris beats me uh i'm looking at these maps i'm trying to think of anything uh like neither maybe... of us really ever ryan Ryan might catch me on some spawn peaks because i don't ever expect ryan to spawn peaks right, do it often I don't. and i don't do it often and i will never usually do it but i feel like on canal i might be able to get you just by like hiding in funny spots because it's kind of like such a windy yeah. map and yeah. like uh i might be able to get a few rounds out of that um attacking i think i would always have trouble just because I like I don't really get consistent strategies going on or like like uh, not consistent but like uh like cohesive strategies. Yeah. I don't know. Like I think Chris would win. That's that's as far as I can take that uh thought experiment. Um Schmidt Stein says what is the most clever or funny name username you've seen? Hopefully mine my last name is Schmitz. Um Schmidt Stein is pretty good. He, he posted yeah, a like picture that. of one that's like a four centimeters thing and he has a ruler up to it that's like four centimeters long, <laughs> yeah. which is so, pretty funny. But that's... So the name the name is like the vertical pipe uh, character and then like dashes and then four CM for four centimeters and then dashes in the vertical pipe. So it's like literally looks like a measurement of four centimeters, mm-hmm. which is it's pretty really funny. great. Obviously, it's going to be dependent on how big your screen is or your TV and your resolution and a right. billion other things like the angle of the camera, how close the ruler is, all these things. But it's funny. But it is funny, yeah. Um, um, the funniest name I've ever seen. Nothing stands it, out. Quite yeah, like it's hard to slow. remember them because I, I, <laughs> we went up against this against this one guy named Big Willie. Were you there for Big Willie? I think I was there, for Big Willie. Uh, and like the name is kind of funny, just on its own. But then like he was just like the most toxic, like so angry, and like we were just cracking up at like how angry this kid was, and it was so funny. <laughs> um so that's that's all i can think of sorry i've bumped my mic like a thousand times this episode guys i'm really sorry uh maddie c9 asked if siege wasn't a thing what would this podcast be about um okay i have two answers so my first answer area f2 (laughs) that was rocket league scoring a goal my second answer is Hey, no. Those are my answers. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty accurate. The only other thing I can think of is just like a more general, like, just kind of general gaming. Like, here's we what we're talking that. about. It was called the BGF cast. 
We did have that for a little while. VGF cast. We had it for three episodes is what we had it for. I think four. I uh, think it was four. It was four? Uh, yeah. And then and then we learned that it would be much better if we just focused on Siege and like had one specific topic. Yeah. Uh, so that's why it's about Siege. Hey, guys. Can you name all the operations in order? I can already Schmitzstein. answer you. The answer is no. But we have an answer key. Someone gave us an answer key that's... They put the spoilers. This is actually a record needle. His new name is turntable.tmr. Oh, um, I like record needle. Yeah. So, okay. I, okay. I know I cannot because I was okay. gone for two let's, years. Let's see. Well, let's see if I can fill it in. We can try. So I mean, I won't be very good at it. Okay, so. Black Ice. Black Ice. Dust, dust line. line. Red Crow. No, no, no. no. Uh, Skull Rain. Yeah, Skull Rain. Red Crow. Red Crow. That's uh, where I'm lost. Okay. Year two. Let's see. So Who is after in there somewhere? There's there's going to be these. There's going to be white noise in there. There's going to be chimera in there. Yes. There's going to be health in there. Gosh, you're. There's going to be velvet this. shell in there. Yes. Um, parabellum. And three others I can't think of. Okay, well, so let's let's go one by one. So after um, Hibana and Echo, I want to say. It might have been Velvet Shell right I, after that. Mirror I, and Jackal. I, think I think they're next. Yeah, that's Velvet Shell. Mirror and Jackal. Um, then was Health after that? Let's see. I'm Who, checking year one real fast to make sure we got it right. Black Eyes, Dust Line, Skull Rain, Red Crow. Yes. Yeah, we got year one. Um, so then it's going to be... So Ellen and Sophia were split into different seasons, I believe. Uh, and they were with Legion and... Hibana, not Hibana, um, Ying, Legion and Ying, and oh, who else came out around that time? I just need to look at like a list. I'm going to look at the operators. No, because that's probably going to show me the, dang, I definitely cannot do this. Okay, so let's say, so it was Velvet Shell, or Velvet, uh, Velvet Shell, Velvet Shell. I'm going to say Health. Okay. And then, um, so Parabellum is Maestro and yeah, that's that's in your uh, alibi. That's the, that's year three. Year three, yeah, middle year three, second maybe second season, second or third season year three. S- second season sounds right. Um, what are we missing? Uh, uh, so Parabellum, Velvet Shell, Health. Uh, <laughs> I just so named a bunch this. of them. I know, and now they're all gone from me. White noise. Oh, That's white. It. So white noise Vigil is and Vigil and Dokubi, which I think might have been right after Health. Okay, so we're good. Saying- okay, wait, hang on. Were they before or after Lesion? White noise. So Taylor played a lot of Lesion. Uh, so this was before Taylor completely quit. I'm going to say that Dokubi was after Lesion. Wait, who is it? Dokubi and Echo? No, Dokubi no, and Vigil. Dokubi and Vigil, Vigil, Vigil. Gosh. Echo is Red Crow, right? Yeah, I, I think Dokubi actually was after Legion. So I'm going to say, for year two, I'm going to say it's uh, Velvet Shell, Health, White Noise. No, wait, I said they were after, right? Yeah, you said they were after Health. Uh, oh, no, no, I think they're after Legion. Oh, they're after Legion. So uh, no, his operations blank called. and then white noise. What is that one called? People are just like Whoa, screaming Chimera? at us. I'm sure. Oh, what? Chimera. Yeah. Who's where is Chimera? Chimera. That's one of the operations I named. Yeah, it is. Go. Chimera is. Uh... I can't think of it now. Okay, I'm gonna start revealing year two and see what we got. Velvet Shell. Okay. Health. Okay. 
Blood Orchid. Blood Orchid. That's, White noise. That's Blood Orchid is is Ying and that's, uh, so we Legion. We knew who came out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're three. Um, Chimera's got to be the first season. It has to be hundred percent. It has to be because Parabellum season two, and I was there for the ones after that. Okay, well, let's see if Par- okay Parabellum were right. Grim Sky is after Parabellum. Is after Parabellum. Okay, wait. Uh, who? Burnt Horizon is after. No, you missed one. I just revealed it. Wait, wait. So let's slow down for a minute. Who comes before Meister and Alibi? I don't know, but whoever's in Operation Chimera. <laughs> um, is it? Oh, when did? Where are Zofia and Ella? Who they're they split oh, between they were... Blood Orc and a White Noise. Okay. They were released in threes. Okay, that's right. Uh, gosh, who came after them? I can't. Okay, I'm gonna pull up a list of operators and try not to spoil myself because I just can't do this. Operators uh okay i am covering what i can here line of finca of course that's that's chimera oh okay line yeah of finca. that's chimera okay so that's chimera parabellum is maestro and alibi grim sky is maverick and clash and then you said there was one after that that i had missed yep okay hold on do you want me to tell you who it is no um maverick and clash so it wasn't mozzie and obviously it wasn't mozzie before burnt horizon um came with a map a new map mm-hmm. holy freak i didn't remember a new the map last new released. map before outback fortress fortress oh, okay hold on so we have which Kaid is, and nomad which yes. is oh, oh what is their operation not oh, i would have remembered it i think it has I like clicked it dust it's not dustline obviously it um, is similar to dustline yeah it's that kind of i don't remember wind uh, Wind Bastion. Wind Bastion. Okay. Okay. And then year four. Then Burnt Horizon. Burnt right? Horizon. And then who comes after that? Uh, hold on. Burnt Horizon. Oh, Nook. Nook and Warden. Oh. Um, I don't know. Which uh, is. This is Shall see. It had something to do with like their hide uh, flash. No. Why? No. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like. It's, it was like you could pull each word to mean one of them yeah um nook and warden oh it, it was like i kept thinking it was like flashbang remember oh yeah yeah he's like it's <laughs> like operation flash point point flash uh oh gosh what is it i'm looking phantom sight phantom sight yeah okay Burger okay then phantom sight and then are we amaru and goyo after that yeah which is uh wow i don't know what these newer ones are called i know i'm forgetting the newer ones how do i know these ones where i wasn't here off the top of my head pretty quickly but i couldn't think of the newer season names um operation forest something it was in the forest like that's where they (laughs) they're green okay i'm looking yeah ember rise ember rise Again, Ember and Rise for yeah. Goyo and Amaro. Same remember. idea. Okay, we have to we have to get these last couple. Okay, Colleen Wumai. Freak. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we say our last? Can we say our year five ones real fast? Phantoms no, sorry. Um what's the steel steel wave? Steel wave. It's almost steel switch. And the one right before that, who just came out, not Callie and Wumai. Yana and Oryx. Yana and Oryx, and they were I know I don't remember these things at Which all. Which is, I'm, I'm. It's funny that I can't remember the little last four, but I could remember a bunch that you weren't here for. Yeah. 
Uh, gosh. Uh, Void Edge. Void Edge. Shifting Tides. Shifting Tides. Shifting Tides, I, I never would have got. I would not have. Ember Rise, those. I could have got if I thought long enough. Shifting Tides, I never would have got. Void Edge, probably not either. Okay, so again. So the answer is no, we could not do that. We couldn't do it. Thank you. Black Ice, Dust Line, Skull Rain, Red Crow, Vel- Velvet Shell, Health, Blood Orchid, White Noise, Chimera, Parabellum, Grim Sky, Wind Bastion, Burnt Horizon, Phantom Sight, Ember Rise, Shifting Tides, Void Edge, and Steel Wave. This is like trying to name the 50 states state game. That's, that's or, rough. Or trying to write down all the NFL teams. I mean, half the time I can't even remember the operators that came out. So it's like, expect me to remember that name? No freaking way. Yeah. Um, Steel Switch has a good question. He says, how many of these can you honestly say that you have heard of? Sorry. How many of you can honestly say that they have, that they ever, this is hard. This is hard for me. <laughs> Steel Switch asked a question. It's good. And he says, how many of you can honestly say that you've heard of these gaming terms before Siege? One, Wind Delta. That's, that's one that I maybe had not heard of before Siege. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've I'm ever heard sure it, but if, I, like, I, I would have been, been able, able to tell you what it means. Yeah. Elo, yes, I have heard of that. Nerf, yes. yes. Buff, yes. Five Stack, yes. MMR, yes. Meta, yes. So um, I knew all those before. Wind I don't Delta. think I've ever heard anybody say five stack before. I've always heard like full squad or full team or like, because five stack like only applies to games think, with fives. Yeah, I've definitely, I mean, playing CSGO, playing Heroes of the Storm, mm. I've definitely had. Yes. Yeah, I guess I've never stacks. played a lot of games that are fives. It's either fours or six is usually like what I had seen. Maybe Cod four? It's five. Cod four, six. Is it six? Mm-hmm. 12 on 12 or oh. 12, not 12 on 12. Six on six. 12 people, six on six. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, Halo's one four. Yeah, you're right. Um. Anyway, yeah, you have no clue what MMR, Wind Delta, and Elo mean. So MMR is matchmaking rating. Is that what it stands for? Yeah, I think so. Basically, it's you have a rating in the game, and the game uses that rating to find other players around your rating based off how you're playing in the game, how well you're doing. And so when you match with people, it uses that number to match people that have the number closest to you. Elo is Elo is basically the same thing, but it's, it's just the in system behind ranked, it. Ranked in ranked play, yeah. I guess ranked play has MMR, but it's, it's ELO. Yeah, and ELO, by the way, is spelled ELO. It's yeah, named ELO. after the, I don't know if he was a chess player or just a, a guy, oh. but it was developed for chess yeah. Uh, rankings. That Yeah, I forgot. I, I'd read about that at one point. It was actually for chess. Mm-hmm. It's super interesting. Yeah. ELO hell is the term that you should have put in there. That's a came from League of Legends. You get stuck in this this point where you're so low and everyone down there doesn't really belong down there. A lot of people don't. And you just, you can't get out. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. I mean, it exists in siege. That's awful. Okay. A few more questions here. So don't take Jaeger or ITK asked, do you think that clash should just get removed from the files completely considering the amount of time wasted for every new glitch that is created for clash <laughs> every season, literally every season. Maybe people could just stop trying to break her. That would be nice. That would be nice. Um, I mean, I honestly, I think she's like a good and interesting operator. So I, I like, I like her being in the game. Uh, I think, aren't, haven't they said that they're like doing some things to like rework clash altogether so that this kind of stuff won't happen? So. Or? I, I mean, I don't know how exactly. One of the things I think they'd have to do is just to make her shield only deploy like that when she uses her gadget button. I'm like, I'm certain. I mean, I guess I don't know, but I am almost certain the issue is because her shield is in front of her just as a primary weapon it's just yeah. always there yeah and so that's causing issues when she like moves gadgets around and picks stuff up and switches weapons at the same time which mm-hmm. apparently was supposed to be fixed with that global ordering system but 
anyway, people people take the time to people act. What happens is someone accidentally does it, and then they figure out how to replicate it. I wouldn't be surprised if there's somebody out there that's just like looking for every possible way they can. And to custom games are just picking it, yeah. up and dropping gadgets all the time. Yeah. Um, get off my van. So, do you guys have any opinions on Apex Legends now? I remember you guys said from about a year ago or so, you guys said something on Apex. Have your opinions changed, or do you have anything new to say about it? We probably haven't played it since we had mentioned it, and we were yeah playing it a bit and having fun. I mean, I, we got really into it for probably a couple of months, and then I think we revisited it a couple of weeks. It oh, I was in it for long. longer than that for yeah. sure. And then, like, we came back and like dipped in and out a couple of times, but like, we really haven't played it significantly since then. No, I will say it. It, what it did was bring back was the idea of like you can bring back your teammates from the game which made mm-hmm. it exciting um but warzone is by far the best battle royale that has ever been released with yeah, how you can buy like back your teammates how the how the armor works how guns work how your loadouts can drop everything in that game is by far the best battle royale i've ever played yeah i think it's really really good uh schmidtstein asked i'm not entirely sure how to phrase this but hypothetically if ubi released an update tomorrow which would you want one return to base ops base maps and does not grow from there aka no more seasons or two there are a total of 100 ops and 23 maps this is a surprise to everyone in the community is all learning the new ops i would go to one you would rather just like i would rather go to back to base ops siege. base apps assuming assuming everything's fixed right from like right yeah i'm not going back to bugged i i I did that one time in the sub i was like imagine the time like where it was simpler and everyone all they got from it was no you remember the bugs that were back then i was like well duh like no i'm not saying i want to go back to bugged awful siege yeah which it never was nearly as awful as you seem to think it was mr person that came in in velvet or phantom sight or something like a second (laughs) ago but still like I, I would rather go back to a, a game that's not hard for new people to learn so I can have other friends start to play it and have a good time. Yeah. Than to go to a game that's impossible for anybody to jump in and learn. Yeah, I can't even That'd imagine be being new to Siege. We have we have a guy that we started playing with this weekend and it's just like I can't even imagine how overwhelming this is. Yeah. And just like even trying to explain it to him, I was like, wow, like like I like explaining to somebody like how to repel and like how to like properly break a barricade it's like i don't even remember being this new at siege yeah. like it's it's just crazy and like the fact that like you're learning like not to place a breach charge on a barricaded window yeah and like at the same time you're just having to understand like how nook works and it's just like have you have you seen the uh the video of like the guy who let his girlfriend play for a second no so he's in a i think he's just in like a quick match or whatever but anyway he lets his girl he gives the girlfriend the controller and she's like, she's playing Thermite and someone like falls off the roof and gets down. They're like, oh, Thermite, can you revive me? And like, she doesn't really know oh, how. Oh, I think I have seen this. And so she like pulls up her drone or something. And then she goes and like puts a Thermite charge on a barricade. And they're like, what is he doing, dude? What is he doing? He's like, Thermite, Thermite, Thermite. And you can hear the boyfriend go like, go revive him, go revive him. She goes over there and she presses like the drone button. She pulls up the drone and he dies. And the guy's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Thermite. It was really funny. That's awesome. <laughs> it was really freaking funny. <laughs> um shred stain you are a popular man um he has been going back and watching your episodes because he points out in episode 33 at the 29 minute mark we predict goyo long before he comes out so yeah we, that. we've got the audio for you it would be cool if there was somebody who had like some sort of like explosive trap mm-hmm. or something that was mm-hmm. activated by damage yeah so like if if like you threw a 
I don't know, it's some little explosive gadget and you have to shoot it or like some like activate it with a bullet or something. Like they they don't have like a remote trigger or something. Mm-hmm. So then you could like set up with like evil eyes or like um I guess does anybody else have So it basically be like a a can canister of like some explosive material or something. Yes. Cool. Yeah. And like and so then 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 you could have them have like four or five of these things mm-hmm. because it's not like, you know, um and you know what? You know what would be really cool? Is that basically it? Well, apparently we can't see what would be really cool. Okay, hey, we'll find out. If they change, I mean, I don't want them to do this, but what if Smoke's canisters oh, not, were no. instead they were I, I do go on to talk <laughs> oh, this about, is dumb, no. <laughs> I do go on to say it would be really cool to like have like a, you can have like a pixel angle of this explosive thing where like right. you have a clash kind of leading them into it and then you just have this, like you can see a corner of it and clash is like, oh, shoot, shoot, shoot. And you blow it up. Yes, that happens. Yeah, Goyo. that's Goyo. <laughs> Literally, you hold pixel angles on the thing until someone tells you to shoot it, and you shoot it. Right. We predicted Goyo, and it's fantastic. We should try that more on like spots where they can't see the shield, but like you can see the shield. I don't know how exactly this would work. You have to do it in like a doorway, like where there's like a blind corner coming in or whatever, mm-hmm. um, where you can like let them into the door because they can like kind of see the shield, but like where it's too late, where they're already in. Because like when they fall over the shield, obviously they're gonna be like, oh, there's a Goyo shield. Right. But. Yeah, you have to something where you're underneath because obviously if you can just see the person, shoot the person. But see the other thing I don't like about the Goyo Shield, which is kind of like what I was more imagining for this gadget I was describing back in episode thirty three, was that like is the, the Goyo Shield? First of all, it's like so big, mm-hmm. um, and then also like it has like the shielding around the gadget, so like you right. can't get it from an extreme it. angle, right. which right. obviously makes sense because then the offense would just be able to shoot it uh, if it, if like it was too easy to get an angle yeah. on it. Um, but then it also kind of like diminishes your ability to use it effectively as a defense. Uh, so this is where like something like a small canister, like a smoke size, uh, thing, right? Like smokes, gas cans yeah. where you could like stick it above, above a door or something, but it's only triggered like manually. Um, so it could be something that's deadly as opposed to like, you you obviously can't have like a deadly Ella charge up there, right? Like if you have a lethal Ella charge, that's like super unfair and not fun. But if it's like a lethal, like manually activated gadget that you can hide up at the top of a thing and just like have this angle on it where they can't see you, but you can see the top of the doorway. Like that would be really, really cool. Yeah. I, this is what I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to go home. I'm going to pick Goyo and I'm just going to find, I'm just going to, I'm just going to play quick match, just random maps and just put shields down in stupid places and go two floors down from where the shield is and shoot it when they're walking in. I don't know how to set that up. Yeah, no, I, I will need impacts, but does he have bulletproof cam? Because I need that, actually. I'm going to need to see when they walk in the room. Yeah, you, you need to like work with a Valk. I'm not working with a rando in a quick match. Hello? Oh, are you, are you trying to play? <laughs> I mean, if you want to. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ryan's going to play with me, I guess. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's... Thank you. Uh, thank you, Schmitzstein. We Yeah. <laughs> Let us know if we call that anything else that was coming. Any the, other predictions? The PP is so great that we don't even know we have it, which it's just mega meta match is Ryan's question. Mega meta mech, probably. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 100%. That's the name. Says, hey, I'm starting a podcast about Overwatch with a buddy of mine using Anchor, of course. Well, good, good job. And was wondering how to start, like etiquette, advice. How many times did you guys scrap a recording and restart it? Any go-to formats, et cetera. Any help would be appreciated. Wow, this is going to be really inside baseball, but uh, do you have any pro tips? I will say we never we never recorded something and just scrapped it and restarted it. Even, yeah, we just did it. Even our first episode, we 
you did the intro like two or three times maybe but that was like the first 10 seconds yeah i think the hardest part was just like okay how do we start like and, what, yeah, what do we start. say and i don't even know what we said on the first one. i'm sure it wasn't our intro that we've settled on now um but like i think with with podcasts and with a lot of creative endeavors like this type of thing if you want to do a youtube channel or you want to do a stream like don't try to get everything perfect from the start. You just kind of have to start and start doing it. And you'll just kind of learn as you go. And like your first episodes might be a little cringe. And if it's like really bad, then maybe just delete it after the fact or whatever, but like, just start, just do it. Um, as far as like etiquette, I would just say, be careful about how you try to promote it. Like don't go just dropping links to it everywhere. And like on every subreddit or whatever, like, mm -hmm. And that's like the hardest part is like having people discover you. But like once there's some momentum, it really just picks up on itself. So just be like with our first episode, I think we had like 40 people who listened to it within the first like week or two. And we were just like ecstatic. Like we, yeah, we didn't lot. expect to get 10 people to listen to it, but there was like 40 and that was like, that's amazing. And now we're like, you know, several yeah. orders of magnitude higher than that. And so <laughs> like, um, like that, that was, uh, I guess just, just do it and just put it out there and get your friends to listen to it and ask them to share with people they know and like share it where it's appropriate. Um, uh, yeah, just do that uh, as formats or whatever. Like I would just try to think of some ideas that you can come up with that are like, Hey, this would be a fun segment. Let's do that. And just be willing to play with things. Right. Like we used to do every single week, we would do a Reddit post. Um, and that just helped us to have something to talk about. But we've kind of dropped that. Like, we don't really do that consistently now. We've, like, come up with other things as we go. So just be uh, be flexible and creative and and uh, just do it, really, yeah. is the biggest this is, advice. This is what our uh, first episode okay. Yeah, give us like. the first one. The very first little bit. Hey, welcome to the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege and what we like about Siege and sometimes what we don't like about Siege. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm Chris. That was our first <laughs> one. Yeah. Nailed Basically, it. Exactly. Just without, we changed who says what at the very beginning, but yeah, basically exactly the same as it is now. Nailed it. <laughs> wow. D I wonder if like on the second one, we went back and listened to that to remember how I we think started you just, it. I think you just started the same way. And then on the third or fourth one, I like started saying, oh, yeah. don't like about Siege. And someone picked on after that and says, why does Chris always say you're talking about what you don't like about Siege? Because he doesn't like because Siege. Because a lot of times I don't like Siege. <laughs> Save Siege. Schmidt Stain asks, do you guys have pets? If not, would you like to? Just curious. We had, when we were growing up, we had two dogs and a cat. Yeah. And dogs were fun. The cat was annoying. Also, sometimes could be fun, but mostly annoying. I don't when have I like pets to. now. No. I. If my kids really wanted a dog when I was older, I could maybe get a dog. I will never have a cat again. No. Um. I have often like not that i don't like them like I, I if someone has a cat i have no problem like i'll pet the cat and i'll be nice to the cat if i see a dog like i'll pet the dog i am friendly with dogs like you can come and jump on me i don't care but owning one is just a different well story. like cats are like so hit or miss like sometimes they're like super nice and cuddly and sometimes they're just mean and like yeah. our cat was kind of mean so like <laughs> it's just, like you're sitting there petting her, and then she just scratches you and walks away and you're like f you <laughs> yeah what did i do dude um i'd like I would like to have a dog like very often. I think like, Oh, it'd be nice to have a dog, but like, I don't want my backyard to be destroyed. Yeah. And so like, that that's one thing. It's like, I really like my grass. <laughs> like, I don't want it to just be like messed up. I don't like the idea of picking up poop all the time. Uh, like it's just a lot of work. That's one of the things when you have kids, you just, their job is pick up the poop. Right. You tell them, my kids them, aren't old enough. Okay. You have to, well, yeah, obviously now they would eat it, but <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Maybe not. But I mean, with, when you have older kids, you tell them, okay, well, get a dog, but you have to feed it and you have to pick up the poop and you right. have to do this. And then it's like, you get the pleasure of having the dog, but it's their problem. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, if anybody has any good recommendations for like a good inside dog that like doesn't destroy things terribly and like doesn't, doesn't smell, does like like just a good inside dog. Would be nice. And also the other thing is like I don't like tiny dogs either. Like I don't not like them, but like I like the I idea do. of a bigger I dog. Hate tiny dog. I mean, again, I don't not like them. Like it's not like I'm gonna kick one, but <laughs> I will never own a tiny dog because they bark at literally everything, and right. their bark is so annoying. Yeah, I, like I, I just like the idea of like a bigger dog that you can like really play with. You yeah. know. Um, so yeah, that that's our pet story. Anyway, this is a siege podcast and it's over. It's over. So that's what we talk about siege. Um, I mean, you, if you want to see someone that's, that's good at playing games like siege and, you know, Warzone, 1.6 KD in Warzone. So, wow. You know, come watch that. We have a good time. It's just hello with three O's on Twitch and, and YouTube and Ryan has stuff too. That's Twitch and YouTube and Mixer, Ryguy, W-R-Y-G-U-Y. Just yeah. posted my Jackal Ace highlight this week, so go check that out. And then on Twitter, we have at R6 Unrenowned, where we talk about the things that are problematic with Siege, and we retweet things, and, and we tweet things, and comment things. And argue with much bigger content creators like Bikini Body. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's a good time. And then, you know, if you want to see other exciting stuff, you can go on Instagram and follow at just Chris Davis. There you go. Hey, if you want to support the podcast, oh. uh, share yes. our share it with your friends. You know, help us get out there and get like introduce us to everybody you know. Give us all the intros, and uh, leave us a review on your listening platform of choice. We'd really appreciate that. Also, if you want to support us with your monies and uh, get some fun, delicious energy in the process, go mm-hmm. to drinkmaw.com slash r six pod. Get your free trial of ma. Drinkma.com is R6 pod. And uh, with that, I'm going to go try out some Goyo strats. So yeah, just Look, goodbye. Wait, what's your, what's your uh, first, like what's, what's the, the what's example the you're thinking of right head? now? Oregon basement. No, it's actually consulate. <laughs> um, for some reason it's consulate. It's on like in the uh, party room, what we call the party room. I think it's mm-hmm. the office or something. It's where there's the balcony. Outside. The conference room, I believe. Conference room. Yeah. And it's just somewhere in there, and I'm underneath in the in the lobby, underneath the trap door in the lobby. So like okay. looking through two angles and just oh. ready to shoot the shield. Okay, that yeah. was what was going. What about my head. Um... also? I was thinking canal. Then there's no reason this is this is where the thought came to my head. Like just shoot the person canal, like the the third floor skybridge, the, the highest skybridge. Putting one like so when you're on that skybridge, if you go up the yellow stairs, like the the other side of it, as you're walking towards control center, crossing the skybridge, there's like on your right hand side, there's like a a stack of something. I don't know if it's like suitcases. There's something there. There's something stacked there, like a server or a file cabinet, something. And right next to that, having a, a Vulcan shield and mm-hmm. then shooting the Vulcan shield when they're like crossing. Cause they're usually crossing there pretty slowly. And so you yeah. can wait till they get to the spot and shoot the Vulcan shield. But then I just thought, well, then I can see the person. So just yeah. shoot the guy. Yeah. <laughs> so. One that I do actually a lot on consulate is um, in the garage, just like kind of on the side of the white van and then between the white van and the car um and that like gives you pretty good angle if you're like playing behind white van or if you've got a mirror window in kitchen and you're looking out or whatever or in security room and then like because obviously they're always pushing right there so as soon as they come in and try to like plant or try to push significantly you just pop some fire on them yeah and that works i'm, I'm anyway yeah it's gonna be, no, it's gonna, do it. gonna be a good time it's gonna be fun it's gonna be great it's gonna be uh just goodbye